I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the PowerCat podcast, gopowercat.com's Kansas State Athletics show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It is the Overtime, the Power Cat Overtime podcast. Welcome one and all. I am Tim Fitzgerald, your uh, obedient host. We're going with obedient today. Right. Scratch me behind my ears and give me a treat. Zach Carlson and Ryan Gills Gilbert on hand for the festivities. No Cole Carmody. You know, life isn't really fair. Rumor is some questions were aimed in Cole's direction a little bit. Well, he's not with us today. It turns out, and I understand this, it's not worth it to anyone for him to spend a million dollars in gasoline money driving from Kansas City. I thought he was going to be around this summer, Gills. That's what I thought, too. That's he's what I thought. He's a liar. He just lies to us. He seems like a nice young man, but he's sketchy as hell. I learned something today. Sometimes when you think something isn't about you, you find a way to save the day and in the end realize that it was all along all about you. I thought he was going to be in Manhattan. Is he, what's he doing in Kansas City? Like coaching baseball, mm-hmm. courting the ladies. But he only coaches like two days a week. I don't get it. I think what we're learning here is that Cole likes Manhattan, likes his job, likes Kansas State. He just has a crappy roommate. Hmm. And he needed to get away for a while. Kind of get away from the dog, huh? Yeah, the roommate's dog is the problem. Oh, how was your... Uh, is. It, it, it's ongoing. Mm-hmm. How long's Tanner been in town? Till the 15th. So he's been here for like a week and a half. So nice. It's been a while. Nice. I hear he's a total spaz. No. No? Okay. I don't know where you, where you heard that one. Hmm. Hmm. Have you taken him to the patio at, at Taco Lucha? Is that allowed? The not the outdoor patio, but yeah. the little corrals in front. We oh, did yeah. do that this oh, yeah. weekend. Okay. Had some drinks, and you know, people walked by and pet him, told him how cute he was. Mm. Is that one of did those? Did you things acquire that... any telephone numbers? No. Uh, Is that one of those magnets? <laughs> that guy I saw on TV talking about the guy from the the, the foreign guy, the the guy, the, the magnet. That guy, Borat. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Is that one of those? Is it one of those magnets? Should be. Speaking of magnets. But does the vehicle come with the magnet? Mmm. Magnet for your taste buds and your tummy. Taco Lucha and So Long Saloon. Better known as Lucha and Saloon in this podcast. Are our sponsors. Make sure you stop in to Taco Lucha whenever you're in town. You might get the honor of watching Ryan Gills Gilbert mix a banana hammock. But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? The greatest drink creation. I fling that thing ever. around. Ooh, I bet you do fling that banana hammock around. <clears throat> or you go to So Long, which is the classic 
the classic. It's not the fancy new like Bud Light Lime that Ryan Gilbert likes. It's just a regular old Bud Light. It's still delicious, still wonderful. It's the saloon. You, you didn't like any of that, did you? I'm just, you're just indifferent. Zoned out. Okay, that's I good. The fifth on Sorry. Bud Light We're, Lime. Now I need to. Uh, yeah, that was. I did not understand Cole's text. I thought that he was saying he was drinking it, and you just happened to be in the background. I didn't understand. Well, I wasn't drinking it. Oh, that's so, really confusing. Yeah. So he overreached for laughs. Yes. Well, I'm we sure don't want him on Cole. this I podcast. I still never understood that joke. We don't need him on this podcast. If anyone's going to overreach for jokes, it's going to be me. Oh, yeah. That's my job here. And I'll laugh to keep you happy. Thank you. Thank you. You're kind of the Andy Richter. Of this podcast, Conan says something stupid and Andy chuckles. I, or for the older set, Ed McMahon. There we go. I always hated Andy Richter on the on that show. I just sitting on the cat, like because like you don't ever you don't have time. You don't even see him, and he just like butts in. And it's just like, where are you coming from? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like at a church when you go down to the front and you got like you know the pastor and you know maybe another pastor sitting next to you, and it's just like you know. You're, you're being called to God. That's just what those interviews feel like to me. That's the vibe I get. I personally think the talk show sidekick is the greatest gig in all of entertainment. You have very little pressure on you. You you don't have to be funny. You just have to act like everything else is funny. You're, you're so lame at your job. You're never asked to be the actual host. If the host is gone, they bring in someone totally from the outside to host. The only one that works is Guillermo. Yeah, I'm not in a Guillermo at all. At all. I don't think it's funny at all. It was funny the first time. Yeah. Well, we're going to do your questions from Wabash Station right now, five minutes in. Um, I just want to say that uh, none of us are feeling uh, great about this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually liked the last one. It was 30 minutes. It was mean. It was lean and got it done. Kind of like sex. Like a Doesn't so long burger. Long. Doesn't have to last long at all. It's like a so long burger. I don't know what that has anything to do with it. Here's your question from Wabash Station. Um, it's, it's Ryan Gills Gilbert reading him. Cole would be reading it if he bothered to ever attend class. That's This, this is class. Take it away, Gills. Someone, someone farted, and I don't think it was one of the humans. <laughs> I wish I could take credit. Hmm. We've been hotboxed by a poodle. I'm sorry, everybody. What were we talking about? And off we go. From Pickles, Pickles, if you had a time machine, what would you do with it? I would go back in time. There we go. That's my answer. That's you it. wouldn't go to the future? I would not go to the future. And I wouldn't go too far back in time. I have this narrow window of understanding. I don't want to go too far in the future and not have any idea what the technology is. And I don't want to go... Uh, so far back in the past that I have to wipe my butt with my hand. <laughs> it's very specific. Right? I, I'm not leaving the toilet paper era of mankind. Exactly. Or just don't go long enough that it matters. Oh, you know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time and immediately my bowels will go, Hey, let's party! Like it's... Seventeen ninety nine. What are what are the little pots called that you put it under the bed? Uh, what is that? Chamber pot. Chamber pot. Mm-hmm. You're not. You don't want the chamber pot. No. Well, actually, that'd be kind of handy for all the peeing I do at night. Maybe I should just get a chamber pot here. 
and then have Becky. No, I don't want to be beaten. Becky, could you empty my chamber pot? That'll go over well. I, I, I really am interested. I would, I would like to. This is one of my dreams: is to have a time machine and the ability to assassinate people, like go back in time and kill Hitler when he's like in World War One. He almost died. I think the if you're time traveling, you can't do anything to change the course of history. I would though. That's why you can't trust me with this technology. I would derive tremendous enjoyment from coming back from time travel and getting back and going, hey, what's going on? And, you know, like, well, the famine in Europe, because the population so big, is really out of hand. You know what I mean? Because we didn't have World War II. Yeah. I, I think you should be an NPC. What's an NPC? Non-playable character. If you're going to be in time, you're not part of it. You're just an observer. Mm. You're just looking. Anyway, what I would do is I'd go back to that picture up there. In Aggieville? In Aggieville. When? And look back at Anderson Hall and that's Fairchild Hall, right? I, I don't know when the technology of toilet paper came in, but they did have toilet paper in some form then, didn't they? And then It's called your hand. <clears throat> oh, for God's sakes. Or grass or leaves or a knife. Yeah, there's a lot of options here. Do you? Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to act like it's true. Do you know why we shake hands with our right hand? Because we wipe with our left. You got it. It's still that way in certain parts of the world. <laughs> and apparently at Gilbert's house. Maybe, maybe not. You guys use your left hand? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, it, you're left-handed, Fitz. Well, I'm I'm bilingual. Or in this case, bi-wipe wool. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, I'm ambidextrous. So I do things with both left and right. I feel like I, I wipe with my right. Zach? Yeah, same. You wipe with your dominant hand, I'm. Certain. I don't. I'm certain that most people do. I wipe with my left. I can't wipe with my right. Because that's your handshake. Yeah. Yeah. It's your handshaking hand. Uh, When would you guess that toilet paper was invented? 1604. Wow, that's that's totally wrong. Modern. Uh, Like double ply. I'm gonna say like 19. No, it's before that. Like 1935 or something. Modern toilet paper didn't originate until 1857. Wow. However, in 1393, Uh I remember it well, thousands of perfumed paper sheets were also produced uh, for the imperial family of, uh, I assume that's China, the Hongwu emperor's (laughs) imperial family. So, I mean, I guess... I probably wasn't real comfortable, but it was like the lap of luxury to have this perfumed paper, even if it was like a uh, notebook paper, parchment. Well, I think I know what the thumbnail is going to be. What would you do, Gills, if you went back in time? Or would you go forward? In I would time? go forward because we already know most of the past, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about the future. So I don't know what I'd I'm look shocked for. By your what, answer, but. what if you went too far? Like beyond Earth's existence, and I was the only human alive. Like, like you go into the time machine and you just die too because Earth is gone. Hmm. What, what if I go that? back and I go to the famine and I eat a potato and I die? Hmm. I don't know. That's how it works. I'm really shocked by your answer, though. Have you watched Back to the Future? Nope. 
Well, that's, this is a problem. A movie? You think I would watch? Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lesson to be learned here of great value to how you would approach time travel. Tell me more, tell me more. Biff gets rich because he knows... I don't know if that's true. Someone uh, gets the sports book from the future and goes back and makes bets in the past. Mm. I think it was Biff. I don't know. I suck at this. Yeah. So, you, I mean, think of that. Think of all the money you could make off of sports betting by traveling back in time and remembering who won the Kentucky Derby and all those things. Or music. Stealing a song that hasn't been made yet. Like, how successful of a sports better if you went back to the future, you know, got got future information somehow of who the winners were going to be. How big of a streak could you get on before people are like, this guy is either cheating or he's he knows things that how things are going to like. At what point do people believe that this person is a time traveler? Well, I think it would be easier in the past because if you did it pre-social media and pre-electronic media, the word would be hard to spread. If you went to Vegas and Atlantic City and anywhere else you could bet. I mean, I would only bet with legal places because I'm not going to go back and screw the mob. I feel like that'd be fun, though, for you, wouldn't it? A little bit. Can I do it again? You keep winning the bets. Someone to kill you. Okay. That's my mob. Let's, let's move on to another question. Or let's time travel into the future right now. From Buyers DVM, should grown men wear jerseys to sporting events? No. Is there a difference in, uh, excuse me, is there a difference if it's a pro game or a college game? There is no difference. No. They are both bad. Well, I, I don't I don't really have as much problem with a generic jersey. You know, just like it's like a purple shirt. It just happens to have the arm stripes and stuff on it. If it has someone else's name on it, I find it odd. So you're fine if someone goes to Dick's or whatever and buys a K-State 21 jersey with no name on it right, right. for the year. I'm not I'm not fine. I mean, I find it less offensive. Let's put it that way. Oh. Then it says uh, Freeman on the back. I think the worst is if you're buying it from China and it's a fake. Could, could you please offer? China. Thank you. I think that that's worse than if you're buying a fake jersey and you're an adult. That's even worse because you're an, that. you're an adult and you can afford with your salary to buy a legitimate jersey with whatever player you want on it. But no, you feel the need to buy a fake one. So you're, you're a fake jersey wearing adult. That is embarrassing. Downright embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourself. I've, I've never thought jerseys are flattering to my voluptuous body, so I haven't done it. But I also... It, Find it a little odd when a grown man wears a jersey. What's the cutoff then? What makes you a grown man? Thirty. There we go. Huh. I didn't know okay. that. Didn't but also, work. I'm still. I'm almost thirty, but I couldn't tell you the last time I wore a jersey. So, and the last jerseys I bought were like soccer jerseys in college. Would you be fine? And with, I don't uh, wear those anymore. Uh, let's not get political here, but gun purchases, voting, and drinking being thirty. Oh, no, 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 Like, like when you're younger, you can do certain things, but once you hit that threshold, you're now responsible enough to vote and drive and uh, whatever else we do. But before that, you can wear a jersey. That's your benefit of being under. Oh, okay, that's where you went with it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
I feel like there needed there was some needed context. That, that, that was some really just, bad context. You went so you yeah. went so political, so hard, so fast, and it was all in exchange for being allowed to wear a jersey. Right. Right. So this is what you get. You can't do these other fun okay. stuff, but you get to wear a jersey that says Soria. <laughs> you picked the worst jersey. But that's what I've seen. I've seen an adult man wearing a Soria jersey at a Royals game. I'm like, how old is that jersey? What are you doing with your life? At least update your At least it should say Merrifield. I'd wear his jersey. I'd wear his Game worn sweaty jersey. Not that I did. You see what she? I think it was Shields last year, a couple years ago. What they did to Whit Merrifield? Mm. They took that fifteen jersey and they slapped Mahomes on it. Mm. They took his money. Nice. And gave it to Patrick Mahomes. Nice. I like it. That's like mean. It. Yeah, Patrick needs money. He needs money to open up a Whataburger in Manhattan, Kansas. Come on, Patrick. Come on. You guys know what I hate? Soccer jerseys. Mm, here and we go. how the sponsor here we go. is is the biggest thing on the front. Nah. Oh, it's, it's got to be better than that. But nah, nah. This is your. He just like insulted your sport. He also hates F one. <laughs> I don't think he's ever said and that. I hate baseball cards. <laughs> he hates hate everything. Two man league golf at Col- at Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I forgot my baseball cards again, Zach. Oh, you got to keep Never bringing like them three they're, times in a row. They're worth pennies because they're from the early 2000s and yeah. no one was any good. Yadier Molina, I think, is about it. Might have one. Okay. Yeah. What was I going to say? Don't. Oh, soccer jerseys. I mean, if you're if you're buying a soccer jersey and you're not putting a name on it, kind of like what you were saying with other jerseys. Yeah, probably you can get away with it for a little bit longer, but at a certain point, it's just like that is a very athletic cut looking piece of apparel. Can we agree, though, that women can wear jerseys? Can women wear jerseys? Women can wear jerseys. As long as they're not pink. No, for God's sakes, you and your rules. What do you got against pink? Just let them wear a normal jersey. Not like not a, everything has to be pink for not, women. Well, really? What if it's uh, October, November, yeah. breast cancer month? Yeah, there we go. Oh, don't, don't get know. don't get me started. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, he's 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 apparently pro breast cancer. I don't know. It's this weird stance he has. I don't know. I don't I have no idea. There's other cancers. As Fitz knows. That's that's so true. So true. They don't see me demanding everyone wear baby blue for a month out of the year, which is the prostate cancer color. Let's move on. Or everyone just wear nothing. Oh, that we're going to celebrate the uh, defeat of cancer with nude November. It's going to be chilly, but we can do this together. <coughs> From Fullest Nelson, LeBron James has a ritual chalk toss before games. How far down the roster would pregame antics be acceptable before it gets weird? I can picture Michael Beasley getting away with it, but just can't wrap my head around someone like Austin Budkey. I don't know why this guy had to take a shot at Austin Budke. No doubt. Yeah. Just two random players from two different I, eras. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? look, I think I think your pregame whatever has to fit your personality. And LeBron is all about LeBron, and he wants to you know put on a show, and so that's fitting. I can see Austin Budke maybe having a corn on the cob before a game. Just you know, out sit, out in the open. Yeah, just just right there on the court, just eating a, some corn on the cob, getting butter everywhere, butter on his hands. You no, know, he's a good kid from Beloit. He's wholesome. 
little corn on the cob. Bill Walker's over there eating popcorn. And pissing. Right? Yeah. And peeing. Oh, that's a good pee pregame tradition. <laughs> Instead of going to the locker room to pee, just put the towel down your pants right in the pregame and then throw it at the poor trainer or manager who's <laughs> got to pick up the pee towel. There we go. That's a Bill Walker start. We, I think we all know that uh, what Michael Beasley would do in the pregame, he'd dress up as SpongeBob and smoke a joint. And he eats Skittles. And eat Skittles. And I think we can all get behind that. I would love that, in fact. He'd be, he, it's the perfect player for the Denver Nuggets. Because, I mean, he can do endorsements for all the dispensaries out there. I'm Michael Beasley. I forgot what I was going to say. Has the NBA laxed their rules on that? They have to have. I know the, no the NHL was like the first league to just say, yeah, we don't care anymore. We're not testing for it. Like... I mean, it's just so silly. I, I'm going to get political. Yeah. It's it's not a performance-enhancing drug. Right. Unless you're in a snacking competition. And it's not going to mask anything. I mean, if uh, Joey Hot Dogs, whatever his name is. Uh, Chestnut. That's it. Uh, ate a bunch of uh, weed gummies before a competition, I think that'd be performance-enhancing. What if he just ate weed? I, period. That, just eating the weed like. Yes. Like chewing tobacco, but weed—that'd yes. be. Really I feel weird. like it's slow. I'd feel like it'd slow you down. Even he's eating at such a fast rate. Yeah, that's probably true. Like it would be like drinking, and that would fill your stomach up. That'd be bad, dude. I'm gonna have another hot dog, Joey. The competition's over. You only had one. <laughs> These are so good. I'm I'm savoring every bite. Oh yeah. The humans will be right back. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The ads are done. Speak humans. From Wizard6294, can you explain why in collegiate football, if there are multiple penalties against both teams on the same down that they normally offset, even though one team might have twice the amount of penalty yardage versus the other, Why wouldn't they just net the difference of the penalty yardage out with an automatic first down? I'm with you. Or 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 the down didn't even happen. Still, but if the defense has a personal foul and you have a five yard, I don't know, showing your wee wee 
<laughs> what? I don't, is that a penalty? Or can no. You Anyhow, if the offense has a five-yard penalty and the defense has a 15-yard penalty, it should just be 10 yards. The one that really bothers me is when there's like two penalties on one side of the ball and one penalty on the other side, and it offsets. How's that work? How's that work? Offset two penalties and add in the third. Do the third. All penalties should count. No penalty should give an automatic first down. If you don't have enough yards to get a first down, I'm with you, you should not get a first down. I'm with you. In general? Uh, you should, you, yeah. I hate defensive holding where it's like, well, it's a five-yard penalty, but you get a first down even though it was third and 90. Yeah. It's just stupid to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you don't have enough, like that's if you if you got sacked or you did a naughty thing where you have second and thirty, that should be a the other team gets to they whatever they do, you know they can be a little rougher now because they know that you can't give up an automatic first down. I think that there should be some rules there. That you I should be allowed. Like- you should be allowed to. You know that's if you get penalized, that's on you. And the other team can take advantage of that. Well, first of all, I think you should be penalized for naughty things. Yes. Like, you know, if I don't even want to say it. You show your uh, wee-wee. Yeah, show your wee-wee. That probably should be a penalty. And as far as I can tell, it's not a penalty. Probably should be. Anyhow, um, I feel like the automatic first down rule, there's nothing greater that an official can do to impact the outcome of a game than that call. You've got someone in third and 25. Defensive holding. Guy comes off the line, typical thing, you know, just a little grab that happens on every play. There's the penalty, automatic first down. I feel like that's the point in the game where an official can have an absurd amount of impact on the contest. Like too much. So I agree with you. I I would like to take away automatic first downs, except for showing your wee-wee. I think that should be an automatic first down. Automatic touchdown. Plus you have to do a shot. If you do, you know what? I don't care if you don't drink or not, or if you're not. Over 30, as we just established, if you show your wee-wee during the game, you have to uh, take a shot. And I think in general, sports in general should take a page out of soccer. And the uh, – hang, hey, hear me uh, out. If a foul happens, you're allowed to – you know, the ref is allowed to say, hey, let's see what happens here over the next few seconds. And if there's – if there's – you know, if, if the team with the ball has an advantage, you know, after that foul – let them keep playing because like they kept the they kept the advantage. Like the old runner interference, put that arm out there so we know you've seen it. You can't go back there and say, "Oh yeah, we had an interference." You got to put your arm out. I am not calling it right now, but I know it happened. Right. Yeah. Just oh, say, "Hey, hey, this happened." But hey, Deuce Vaughn ran for a touchdown, even though you know there was holding on something. I guess yeah, you can decline penalties and stuff. I would like to compliment just, soccer on one thing that has really helped American football. Uh, now with the fake injuries, that's really enhanced the game of American football. Like, oh, the offense is going too fast. I just pulled a groin, collapsed to the ground. That's good. Soccer's really helped us out a lot. You know that's illegal in soccer, though. <clears throat> you can't feign injuries in soccer. Oh, my gosh. You get yellow cards. Mm. When, when was the last time that ever happened? Pretty frequently. I mean, not like totally faking an injury like oh he brushed up against me and dislocated my shoulder i'm gonna roll around for a little while i'm fine embellishment yeah it does (laughs) was that the 25 minute mark (laughs) i I would like your guys's opinions fumbling through the back of the end zone Uh, i think it should be a touchback to whoever had last possession 
So if you fumble through the end zone, you go to the 20. You still have the ball, but hmm. you have the 20. So you're not really being penalized. You're being penalized for the fumble. You still but possess you still it, ball. but it's a touchback, just like any other ball out of the end zone is. But it doesn't affect the possession. It goes out to the 20, and you still have it. Zach? I think it's way too – the penalty is just way too huge. If you fumble forward out of the back of the end zone – I don't know what the I don't know. Oh, and, uh, yeah, you or, shouldn't you shouldn't be penalized for that. Or if it's a fumble forward, just like if you fumble forward and recover it, in certain instances it goes back to the point of the fumble. Why wouldn't it go back to at least yeah. the point of the fumble if not the twenty? But yeah, I think now that we have replay and we can establish where the ball was fumbled, I'm a little less offended by the rule. But you were capable of having an entire game ruined. Because you fumbled at the half yard line, but the, the you know, or you fumbled in the end zone, but the official didn't think it was a touchdown before replay, and they just overruled the, everything. From Bush and the Hog, if we were given a chance to pick the already existing Manhattan businesses and move them to Aggieville, what would you choose? Hmm. Applebee's. Just for you, Fitz. Uh, well, I'll pick an apple. Pick Little Apple Brewing Company. There should be a brewery in Aggieville. Yeah, I'll say that. I really thought wouldn't Kites looking at doing that? Now that we mentioned a non-sponsor, I thought they were going to take over a building and do brewing down the street because the new corner area is called isn't it Brewing Draft House? Draft House. Yeah, I thought they were going to start brewing their own beer down the street, not on location. They did look at doing on location. <clears throat> I don't know. I'd still move Little Apple Brewery. I don't think it's a bad idea, except they don't brew beer anymore, which is sad. It's sad. If you haven't been, I don't want to talk about other non-sponsors, but Manhattan Brewing Company is legit. It's really good. And they have now a tang, sour, a tangerine, sour beer. I hate sour beer so much. Where'd you guys go yesterday? The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages. What do you mean yesterday? I didn't do anything yesterday. Oh, on Tuesday we went to Rockabilly. Okay. Went to Rockabilly, which is the sister location of our sponsors. They make different queso than Lucha and so Mm -hmm. long. Well, and they I, existed before them. They had their own thing going on. I'm just saying. Two of the owners of Rockabelly joined a group of people starting up a place called So Long Saloon where they're going to make burgers. Sandwiches, burgers, tacos. That's the the triumphant. Just saying. Try, try whatever. The queso's a little better at Luch and Solo. But in a controversial move, their special on Tuesday were tacos. Yeah. Rockabilly? And they sounded way better than anything Lucha has on the hey. regular They sounded pretty good. But did we have them? No. Because if we wanted tacos, we would have gone to Taco Lucha. So we had sandwiches. I had the belly buster. So good. What'd you know, have, Zach? I don't know how they make sandwiches. Ham and cheese. I, I'm a little, I question what's going on in that little tiny kitchen. Like they've got like magic fairy dust or something they put on their sandwiches because they're so good, but they're just sandwiches. Cole and I were talking about this before you came. Sandwiches are better if somebody else makes them for you. That's true. I couldn't make that and say that tastes delicious and be like, I made this in a pinch. That's true. Somebody else Texas joke right here. Let's not. Go ahead. 
from who for KSU. What's one snack you had as a kid that you wish they would bring back? You know what I used to eat for lunch? Cocaine. Wonder Balls. Never <gasps> that. Whoop, whoop. It's a chocolate, oh. a hollow chocolate ball with like candy inside. What type of candy? Uh, like nerds, I think something like that. I don't really remember exactly what it was, but you like the ball's hollow. You got the chocolate ball, and then you got some candy on the inside. It was fun. Did you buy these at a store, or did some guy in a panel van give them to you? <laughs> Dylan's. Okay. You get them at Dylan's on the checkout. You're with your family, you know, at the grocery store, and you're like, "Oh, candy, candy!" And then you know, you get a pick one, Wonder Ball. I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think I've changed anything from what I had as a kid to now. It's not like I was, I ate a lot of sweet tarts and spree. I guess that would be my answer. I still do it once in a while, but not nearly as much. I loved them as a kid. And that's why I have 7,000 cavities. I have more cavities than actual teeth. It's remarkable. Do they still make spree? Mm-hmm. I do. They also have sour ones and no, but they do have basic old spree. Kills anything? I ate a lot of bologna Nothing. sandwiches when I was a kid, but really? uh, and you I missed was, that. I was from a uh, different era, guys. We didn't have a lot of choices. We didn't, you know, we had to. <laughs> These things still exist, though. <laughs> what is something that? Yeah, like but... tab. You know, tell us you want tab. Say it. I guess when I was a kid, I, I enjoyed doing a lot of eight ball. And <laughs> that was a lot of a lot of drugs. I did a lot of heroin in grade school. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Slime is a rough town. People don't understand. Just a little cocaine and have metal arc ridge. <clears throat> we should probably move on. From Wagcat, what's the best prank you've ever pulled on someone? <sighs> oh, my pranks are lame. I suck at this. Like, I mean, one day, like the last day I had wake-up duty in the fraternity when I was a freshman... I put uh, Kool-Aid in the shower heads, like powdered Kool-Aid. Um, nice. And saran wrap over the toilet seats. So you couldn't really see it, but you sat down to take a dump and it stayed right there. That kind of thing. I, honest, I honestly don't think I have any pranks. I'm not a big Off prankster. the top of my head that I can think of that I would consider great or best. I have a decent one. Okay. So on. this was my junior year, and some of my stuff started going missing. It started off with like the pens on my desk. And uh, you had the pens on your desk? My, yeah. We didn't even know each other then. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, my shirts went missing. Some of my posters were gone. Porn? Porn. <laughs> yeah. Porn. Dish. I missed those when they were gone. But so I asked my whole house. I lived with five dudes where they went. Nobody said anything, obviously. Mm -hmm. And one day I got suspicious, so I looked around the house, and I went into Jacob's room. Jacob, you bastard. Freaking Jacob. And I found everything in his closet. And so I didn't really know what to do. I didn't want to just confront him and say, yeah, I was snooping in your room, and I found this. So you guys know what I did. I took everything I found. And keep in mind, I was going ballistic to all my roommates. Where the hell is my stuff? I'm losing my mind. They all knew I was going crazy, and so I put everything, and I put it under Nate's bed. And I went into Nate's room like a day later. I was like, man, I just cannot find my stuff. Are you sure you don't have anything? And I was looking around, 
And then while he was there on his computer, I just get on my knees and look under his bed. I'm like, what the fuck, Nate? <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about, man? And that's kind of the story. I hope that was entertaining. Hold on, but and, but I, still to this day, Jacob or Nate have no idea how they ended up under Nate's bed. And you did. So the prank is on them now. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Did Jacob get off scot-free, though? Uh, But right now, to this day, he's still confused as to why they were not, you know, why why they weren't in his closet. He was framed. Yeah, I guess. By both of you, essentially. Nate was. Jacob got off scot-free. Nate got the blame. Yeah, but Jacob has no idea. Nate. Nor Nate. I feel bad for you, man. You didn't do anything. Jacob's a scumbag. In fact, Gills put out a hit on him a few years ago. Didn't work, but just a little murder. He didn't want a big, dramatic murder, just a small one. I would I would have confronted Jacob. I would have said, dude. Yeah, I thought about it. Probably would have. I don't know. Was he your size? Would the shirts fit him? Yeah. That's kind of nice being the big fat guy in the house. Nobody steals your shirts. Jacob actually, I have a few of his shirts. He broke up with his girlfriend who was in KD, mm-hmm. and he didn't want anything to do with her when they broke up. Okay. So he gave me her shirts. Uh, do you know what that was? Guilt. He knew he had stolen from you, and he wanted to repay. <laughs> that was his mental anguish coming back. It's true. Full circle. I have a rule of thumb. Unless their last name is Pullen, don't trust a Jacob. Or, wow. Or they're in the Bible. I think it's probably some Jacobs. It's not my brother. Wow. Oh, your brother's name Jacob? Yes. Oh, man. Doesn't go by Jacob, though. Jake from Southwest. That is right. Hmm. Got any more? This is really, this. we're struggling. We got one more. One more. Let's do the one more. What is, from who for KFC? For KFC? KFC? Thank you. Who for KFC? Sure. Yeah. What is the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, I'll just say right now, I've never been to so a... Weird. He's never been to a concert. Post Malone last month. That was, I was at a Formula One race and Post Malone was there. <laughs> And I got lucky that I was able to see him out of the corner of my eye. That doesn't count as me going to a concert. Is comedy considered a concert? It's got all the elements of a concert except for the singing. It's performance. I don't consider it a concert. But let's add that in. Sure. Your answer would be? Uh, John Mulaney. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. Which is a pretty good answer. Which I like Seth Meyers too, but John Mulaney's a better showman. Well, being a Michael Buble fan and being, being someone that's gone to, I think, five shows now, probably the best concert I've seen is Pink because she's just incredible. But she's not actually pink. She's flesh colored, which is kind of pink, but she's, I don't know. Uh, first time I saw Leonard Skinner, even though it was 20 years post, more than that, crash. It was incredible. It was life-changing. Became a fan instantly. I don't know. Gills, you? Yeah. Okay, Rick Ross. Huh? Yeah. Jeez. So you've seen Rick Ross in concert? You know where it was at? Starlight. Kemper. Memorial Stadium in Lawrence. Mm, was Jake from- Rubley there? <laughs> this was a year or two before Rubley was at Kansas Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it was for KU Spring Game, and Rick Ross was performing, and I had to go see him. Huh. Sorry, guys. Oh, traitor. Yeah. <laughs> taking, Me and Rubley. Taking pictures with KU girls. <sighs> I'll just say this. At least they weren't unattractive. 
If you're going to a, the rival town and getting your picture taken with unattractive people, that's... <sighs> but it was for their <sighs> national championship uh, celebration. Mm. Did you celebrate that? I didn't, but Jake okay. did. Jake, Can, come on. You, you, saw, went with you, the, you, you went with the guy that stole your stuff? Huh? <laughs> he said, Jake. No, no, no. Jake Rubley went to Lawrence. Uh, oh, come on. Play along with the joke, Gills. No. Nah. Uh, I got lost in my own Jake and uh, Jacob are a completely different name. Come Sorry. on. But in fairness to Jake, he, you saw the basketball team at this institution that he plays for. I'd be disappointed, too. <laughs> Is that what led to it? He was celebrating national titles or just wanting to get some strange? Just not going to speculate. Just doesn't want people to know what he does in Manhattan. So he goes up there. Well, he had his picture taken. So You are of a younger generation than me. I don't know if you're aware of that, Gills. Barely. Uh, how do you feel about the old, uh, as a student, as a prominent student athlete visiting the rival school to hang out? I'm not a fan. I'm not going to go crazy or hate him for it, but I'm not a fan. Well, we, I don't see how you could be a fan of it. We we kind of agree. It's like, oh, if you want to do it, that's fine. I just think it's a bad look for him. Yeah. I'm not going to tell somebody how to live their life. But right. 10 years ago, it. I probably would have been upset by it. Today, I'm extremely just, who cares? Well, but like, like I said, it was to celebrate their national championship in basketball. It's not like he was just there on a random weekend. That bothers me more than yeah. hanging out with... He wasn't wearing KU stuff. Daphne's upset, too. <laughs> she shook her head. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't wearing that's KU true. stuff. That's very true. Wasn't wearing K-State stuff, but wasn't wearing KU stuff. What so. was he wearing? He was just like... Was he naked? He was, was he supporting prostate cancer? Uh, he's in... Hold on. Black shirt, it. is that right? Supporting... Like he's, a, like he's in favor of prostate, prostate cancer? <laughs> <laughs> Go cancer! <laughs> Beat fits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. I should probably shut up now. Like Johnny Manziel back in the day. Should he have been partying at Texas? Probably not. But like at the same time, that's his brand. Yeah, that's it, Johnny Manziel. Wasn't he dressed up as like Tigger or something? One thing? I know he had like a... Johnny Manziel, for how much he Scooby-Doo? was confident at partying, if he would have just applied himself a little bit harder in football, maybe he would live up to his last name of football. Hmm. I agree. I never thought he was that good. I thought he was exciting and fun to watch. And Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I still love that photo. I think just Colin Klein should have partied a little more, and he might have won the Heisman. I don't disagree with that. And an imaginary girlfriend might have helped get second. <laughs> Speaking of imaginary girlfriends, Ryan Gilbert, you did a good job today. We, I, I don't know that she actually exists. He, I've, I've met someone who claims, but I don't know if it's really true. Are there labels now? Are there labels? Is this? Are you guys label official? Facebook official? Not on Facebook, but everywhere else, yes. Instagram official? That kind of doesn't have the same ring, does it? Soft launch? We're TikTok Hard launch. Official. What does that mean? Oh, you don't know? Mm-hmm. The, like soft launch? You know, you like you post a picture of them, but it's not like their full picture. You're like, oh, that's somebody else's in the picture, but I don't know who they are. It's a soft launch. I don't know what that. the hell? I'm, I'm learning stuff today. I'm learning too. We're Come gonna, on. We're going to hard launch right out of this thing. Hardest thing I've done in a while. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.